Welcome to the Lone Star Play Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. So we have a very special edition uh, coming up basically for the next few weeks, maybe a couple months, not really sure. Uh, but the Lone Star Plate is going to be on lockdown. So we're going to be doing these remotely. Um, all the interviews will be over the phone. And, you know, we'll just try to do the best we can considering the circumstances. So thank you, coronavirus. Um, and, uh, yeah, so excuse, you know, some of the equipment and whatnot, you know, but we're not able to do it at the studio. We were doing it before at Permanent Records, um, downtown Austin. So, um, you know, social distancing, right? So, you know, that, that's how we're going to be doing this. But what we're going to be doing is just calling different people, um, you know, who have experiences, you know, who are going through things with the virus. Okay, who have experiences. We all have experiences that, that, that didn't make any sense. You know, who are going through the virus, who, whatever their life is, you know, right now and how they were affected by the virus, you know, professionally, um, you know, and personally and what they're doing about the virus, right? And, you know, better ways we can help. So we want to offer re resources and, and different things like that. Look, it's going to be great. So look, grab your coffee, um, something to drink, something to eat and uh, sit back and relax and listen to this uh, great interview with uh, my friend G. Kang, okay? He is a chef out of Dallas. He works for a restaurant called Sloan's Corner, and currently they are, you know, shut down. Um, I think they are offering um, takeout, you know, and delivery and things like that, um, or pickup. We'll, we'll find out more from G. Um, but yeah, you know, and he's trying to do different things right now with, you know, stuck in the situation like we all are. So, you know, we're gonna talk to G and, and find out how it's affecting the restaurant industry um, in Dallas and in Texas. And, um, you know, what he's doing about it and uh, what he thinks the next steps are and, you know, different things like that. So um, let's get some insight from my friend G. Kang, uh, Sloan's Corner. All right. I'm going to give him a call now. Hey, what's up? What's up, Leia? How you doing? Good, good. Just watching the news. Oh, no. Right away right. to the news. Yeah. That's what I watch every morning. Oh no, man! I, I avoid it till like noon if I can. Just me, me time. You know, just me time. Uh, you know, got to be informed, but I get, I get a little. Uh, it's overwhelming, right? Because all the news is that literally everything, everything is about that. What are yeah. they? What are they saying right now? What is anything interesting? Oh no, they're they're just doing a interview with a Singaporean prime minister because uh, Singapore has finally flattened the curve. Like it's like very apparent that they flattened the curve. Yeah, they yeah, they had so, some like app too, right? Weren't they using like some special app? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like basically, if you put your phone number in, right, and then that app tracks with people like you've talked to. Like it's kind of it's kind of like intrusive. Like goes beyond privacy. But, <laughs> yeah. but this is you a know? you know yeah we're in, we're in uh, dire times, right? So yeah, yeah. I don't think Snowden would improve. Right. He'd be no. like, <laughs> can't do it. Uh, you know, we'll be like, dude, there'll be nobody left on the planet who, who cares about privacy. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, that that is interesting. Um, yeah. Where we're at today, man, let's let's talk about what's happening with you in in Dallas um, right now. So look for, for you. Wait, wait, let, let's just start with this. How did what, what was the first thing that like hit that? you know, the virus like actually affected you personally, either professionally, personally, whatever. What, what was like the first, you know, thing that hit in February or was it just recently here in March? Was it when the restaurant shut down? So it was probably in the first or second week of March. You know, I mean, 
like I, I'm gonna tell you, like February, we had a great month in February. You know, yeah. we were like finally busy. You know, we only opened in November. It took us a few months to get our like, uh, you know, feet to the ground and just run. But the biggest part of it was that you know we just stay consistent, stay true to the restaurant. And then once we got there, like February, it just turned around. Yeah. You know, and it was just busy, and finally, like all our servers were making money, our totally. bartenders were making money. Nobody was like complaining. I got hours to the back of the house kitchen. You know, yeah. so everything was good. First, first week of March, everybody was super enthusiastic. We we're like, oh man, we get all these parties from yeah. the building, and you know, make sure that everybody gets paid really well. You know, everything like that. Right? Yeah. It's ramp, it's ramping up, right? It's ramping yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. It Everybody's it excited. It all yeah. positive momentum. Yeah. All positive momentum. But once it got to the end of that first week, towards that second week, you know, we're listening to the news and everything, what, what was going on, you know, it started dying off a little bit by little bit, you know? Yeah. And then towards like the end of that second week, I was just like, holy shit. I mean, everything's done. Like, we're, everything's empty. Everybody's going home, yeah. you know? Like, we're seriously dead, you know? By that time, you know, so, so the, you felt it in the restaurant of an office building, you know, you, you felt like it in the restaurant, four, right? So that like, oh, there yeah, was, yeah. there was no customers coming in basically at that oh. point. Yeah. 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 So, wow. so we're in the office building of, we're, we're in the lobby floor of an office building, you know, and you know, tons of office, office building, all sky rises, you know, yeah. 40 plus floors in each one of them, you know, and we, all of our business comes from them. You sure. Know, lunch, we do, we do over a hundred, people for lunch every single day monday through friday wow you know and then happy hour we just kill it so it, it it's kind of depressing when everybody is told to stay home and Oof. it's it, of course it's not the fault of their own or our fault or you know the fault of the country it's sure. something that needs to happen yeah but, but still <laughs> as soon as as soon as that happened i mean we're just absolutely dead i mean we're not known for doing takeout or delivery and yeah, I mean, we are known for doing takeout, but it's within the office, right? Yeah, I mean, people just take it up. Sure, you know? we're not like these other restaurants, you know, who already have drive-throughs or, you know, a system or, set up or, with know, some of the other delivery yeah, places exactly, and all that. Yeah, exactly. Who already have drive-throughs or, you know, a system or, set up or, with know, some of the other delivery yeah, places and exactly, all that. Yeah, exactly. So it was it was tough to pivot. Was it like a one night? sort of thing was it like from monday to tuesday or did you just see it progress like all of a sudden oh it was, you know it was like it was i legitimately remember it. it was like one day one day i was like man we're really slow you know and yeah. then people were just whispering about certain things about the coronavirus and then the second day i was like holy crap where's everybody yeah and then and then the next day it was like oh man <laughs> oh, no. oh no so i was just like Oh, that's when I was, that's when I realized I was like, holy crap, this is serious. This is serious. Right. Cause you've never seen, I mean, you know, how long have you been in the restaurant industry over 10 years? Right. I mean, at least. Oh yeah. yeah right. Yeah, so years, have you ever seen or even heard of anything like this, right? Of a restaurant getting shut down because of some virus or something, right? Like that's no, of course it's, not. it's of course crazy. Not. It's just so yeah. crazy. You know, you no, know, I, I was, I was reading all these interviews with other chefs around the world, you know, and seeing what, how, they're being affected, you know? Yeah. I mean, the most recent one that I read was like about David Chang. I mean, he, of course he didn't expect it either. No, sure. I mean, nobody really did, <laughs> yeah. but it's, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of amazing how everybody, you know, all these chefs are just becoming just like, 
you make yourself creative. You have to be creative. Like not just from the sense of like being a chef, you know, like it's not like you're trying to put out amazing food now. You're just trying to feed as many people as you can on the, on, on, on a less expensive scale and, Try to promote your. You're becoming more creative as a businessman, yeah. you know, or yeah. businesswoman. Like that's good point. That's the biggest thing now. Yeah, that's you know? a that's a good point, dude. To, to be honest with you, you're right because you've got to pivot, you've got to adapt, you've got to make changes to. Like you said, if you weren't used to doing takeout delivery, you, you better start now. You know, yeah. And and if anything, it's going to make delivery and takeout hopefully the best it'll ever be when everything gets back to normal, right? Like all of those issues should be taken care of because that's all you're focusing on. Uh, as a as a restaurant or or whatever, um, and plus, for sure, it kind of sucks because that usually only employs back of house, right? So some of the front of house isn't getting maybe to work. Servers, bartenders, maybe they get some shifts here and there to, to pack up some food or something. Uh, but that that's what's sad about yeah. this as well, you know. During all I mean, this. you know, you know, I, I was talking to a friend um, who has a restaurant here, and they're open. I mean, they're I know, like. You know the Dallas area. Yeah. The restaurant is uh, in Uptown. You know, basically clustered in with all the apartment buildings and everything. They they said that they're doing great over there. I mean, they're they're knocking back like two three grand every single day. Oh wow! You know, with just management and a few front of the house people and back of the house people. I mean, relatively, it's not great. But obviously. it's something I mean, for a restaurant for a restaurant that was doing probably like ten. You know, <laughs> Ten, fifteen, yeah. twenty thousand dollars probably a day doing, you know, two or three grand. It's probably not great, but still like it it gets them past that survival mode. Absolutely. You know? They can they can stay in business when this is you know said and done. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean you've got to cut you've got to just cut. every restaurant's gotta make um cuts, right? I mean y'all yeah. are I mean, I'm sure y'all are doing the same thing, or at least trying to keep people on the sidelines as long as you can so you can bring them back in. You know, well, I mean, that's that's exactly what I'm doing. I mean, the reason why I do all those the classes that I'm doing, and then you know, all the dona- donations that I've been getting from friends and everybody, like those. I mean, everybody's been so generous and doing. I mean, even yesterday, I did three classes yesterday. Yeah, you know, wow, I earned up to I think it was close to three hundred dollars. That's awesome. Just on those three classes, and. You know, all that's going to Stone's employees' pockets, you know? Yeah, that's awesome, dude. So, Let, let's talk I mean, more about those classes. Uh-huh. Let's tell people about that. What are, you, what are you doing exactly? So so basically, my friend Sawhill and the Coral in San Francisco, they, uh, um, they just... Uh, oh, in so San Francisco. Funny thing is, oh, I wow. didn't know this, but, but San Francisco has to shoot their brains out <laughs> yeah. in one week and days, you know, just to kind of, like, get through the quarantine you yeah. know they wanted to like they wanted friends to kind of like post up classes and sign up and basically make a little bit of money for those who are out of work you know fortunately for like the tech industry the financial industry everybody i mean you guys can those guys can work from home yeah they'll get paid yeah you know yeah but i mean they still have a lot of time on their hands so they they're just very generous and and you know, so anybody, so basically, of the industry, there's just so understanding of the industry. I mean, yeah, that's kept true. Their ears plugged into what was going on in the world, yeah. And they found found a way for you know, for like, if I was out of work, I could probably do this class and make a little bit of money. Yeah, you know? make a little something, at least pay the bills, right? At least get by, yeah. maybe. Yeah, you know that something. that with something else, right? Maybe that could get yeah. you through. Um, yeah, for sure. So so basically, yeah. it's a website where people can go on and 
just sign up for different classes, whether it be seen a lot of chefs like do uh, Instagram live videos yeah, and stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah, um, a lot of those. Which is great. I which is great. But sure. but the way that I did these classes was just exactly what you said, so personalized. So when I was cooking the exact same recipe with them and showing them, hey, this is how much I'm putting in, and then they showed me what kind of tomato sauce they had, and then... Oh, dude, I, you can't you know, beat that. You can't beat yeah, that. Yeah, and then I was like, hey, let me see what your noodles look like, or let me see what the consistency of your pasta sauce looks like. Yeah. You know, uh, you know what? Let's let's taste it together. Oh, you know what? I need a little bit more salt in mine. Oh, you need a little bit more chili flake in yours. You see what I'm saying? So Boy, this is cra that's crazy, right? Like, this could be something yeah. that, that continues after all this right like that's kind of that's I mean, really cool that's a great way yeah. to learn to cook yeah you know you know yesterday so one of my classes was with my uh with the owner of the restaurant oh wow uh, his name is Tim. so he his wife ended up cooking pasta uh pasta dinner for the family nice. so i taught her how to make the pasta that uh we make at sloan's for her for for the family dinner that's awesome you know? that's awesome dude that's another cool thing if restaurants offered that and you learn some of their dishes, you know, at yeah. home, that's really cool. That's even yeah. more personalized, right? Like that's real, dude, this is, that's a really cool idea. Um, you know, like you said, it's, it's a way to, in, in this, in this time, it's a way to get a little something and give back, you know, to the people that have worked so hard right through the restaurant, through the, I know, and I know restaurant and I know it's, you're asked a lot in the beginning to hopefully get it, you know, later on. Um, and, and I know that they were feeling that And February is the month, right? You know, Valentine's day ish where things just start to pick up and you start to move yeah. into a really busy season. So I know everybody was looking forward to that. And, and look, we were too, dude, South by got canceled. Yeah. I mean, ordering locally, like is going to be the biggest thing, yeah. obviously. I mean, everybody, everybody understands. I mean, I, I generally think that people are not stupid, right? So when, when it comes to, when it comes to the fact that if you're going to order McDonald's or Wendy's, you know? Yeah, or, totally, dude. They don't need that money. Or, or, like, or like any, like, big corporation like Papa John's, you yeah. know? Like, come on, man. Like, yep. pony yep. up just a little bit of money, a little bit more money to get, like, quality pizza from, like, Santa Rosa, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, like, let's, let's support local people, you know? Like, Papa John's, they're going to get their money. Totally. You know, they're going to be able to pay their people. Plus, they'll know? get, they'll get you know, corporate tax, you know, st stuff through exactly. the stimulus like, and all this like, stuff. Like, exactly. Like, they, they have millions and millions of dollars. Come on. Yep. Like, can we, can we not support the pizza place across the street that literally that one pizza that you order is live or die for them? Totally. You know? Yes. Like, it, it literally like, keeps the lights on, right? Like, it's that uh, important. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. mean, it's, it's just one of those things where we just have to use common sense, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I agree. And if you've never ordered local, start now, right? Like support local. Yeah. I 100% agree with that because uh, yeah. it's your neighbor. That's the truth, man. It's it's your neighbor next to you or down the street that's doing this. You know, do you want them out of a job? Do you want them, like you said, Papa John's and whatever, Wendy's and, and these places, uh, McDonald's, they're, they're going to be fine. Um, you know, even like drinks, you know, don't go buy Coca-Cola. Don't go buy, buy local uh, drink Austin is massive on local drinks. Like if you go to the stores, the grocery stores here, they just have so many local drinks here. So um, I'm all about that too. Supporting any of the local uh -huh. brands, you know, whether it be potato yeah. chips, salsas. You know, I'm at, when I was at HEB and I'm seeing all the things that are gone. I'm seeing a lot of local stuff still there, and I'm like, what's going on? Buy that instead. Why are you buying this over here? Like, let her. Maybe you live in an apartment. You know, 
you, you know, you knock on some doors and get a, an order or whatever, you know, a, a row of people or floor or whatever. I don't know. Um, maybe apartment people that are listening. If you run an office, you know, talk to them, you know, take orders and, and sort of uh, put it together and, you know, call these places. I, I think that would make it easier. I mean, we've all got to adapt. We've all got to, you know, make adjustments. And, and another thing I would say to people that are ordering the food, be very patient with the time it takes to get to you, the quality of the food, the quality of the packaging, like everybody's trying at these restaurants. You know, oh, everybody's you know, doing I, everything they can. So if, if a fry is a little off or it's this is a little cold or what, just let it go. Don't write a review right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think all reviews should that, be uh, nixed. Yeah. Did you see that? Uh, oh, man. It was a, uh, it was a uh, Instagram post. Okay. Yeah. Uh, from this uh restaurant no it was yeah it was a uh, so basically basically there was a um oh crap i forget his name jeremy fox i think is the chef's name but he has a restaurant in la okay yeah. and somebody somebody ended up uh writing it was a one-star review oh get out of here and i mean i i guess you know chef jeremy like you know he just kind of replied back like politely you know and was like hey i'm really sorry about that but i mean do you really think like we're uh, i mean in the <laughs> are line, you living like, under a rock you know what i mean no, like, no, but i mean i mean think about this like i i would have responded by saying you know hey i'm really sorry we're not a takeout restaurant like during these times yeah you know i i really apologize but you know we're still trying to get into the habit of doing this we've been struggling really bad you know yeah i'm you know, like it, it, something in those lines, but sure. he did, he reposted their reply and it was actually pretty considerate and, you know, kind, you know, but I was just like, I don't know what, if I would have been able person to, has a nerve to, to a- absolutely up, start yelp review right now. I mean, know? it's crazy. Like, I mean, just, yes, it's crazy. And that's what I mean. You know, people just need to be a little patient, a little, I've seen some stuff on Facebook groups of other people here in Austin posting one star reviews from people you know, like being upset that the order takes too long, you know, or the takeout or that the line is too long or this or that for the social distancing or why do we have to wait outside? You know, just weird questions it's like, what, where are you living right now? What, what are you talking about? Like, you know, everybody's doing the best they can. What, what are you talking about? Like, you know, everybody's doing the best they can. I mean, first of all, these restaurant, anybody going to work at a restaurant, you're cooking in the back, you're, whatever, you're taking a risk by going into work. You know, you're taking a risk to feed the rest of the country. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like at this point, it's almost like running into a burning building. So I got nothing but mad respect for everybody that's still out there trying to provide food and keep, you know, these places alive. Um, I mean, you know, I always have respect for them anyway, but I mean, it goes beyond now. I mean, you know, there, there's it just shows you how versatile too the restaurant industry is. Because look, restaurant people are survivors, right? We all come from different backgrounds. Some of us, it's the only place we fit in. We're survivors, man. I mean, it, it's it's if any industry is going to go through it, you know, w- we can get through it. You know, we are survivors. We adapt. We we're used to making sometimes quick changes, and uh, you know, because restaurants operate on thin margins. So you're used to making changes and specials and let's do this this week and get this event going and this and that. So in a way, that's a, that's at least a good, a good, you know, part about the industry, um, you know, but the only bad thing is that definitely shows that this is not a remote position, right? Like there's very few, you, you can't remotely work 
you know, as in a restaurant, right? Like it's just, it's literally impossible. Um, Well, at least if anything, AI won't take over our jobs, right? Not anytime soon. I mean, I don't know. Uh, You know, I hate to see that happen. You can't replace somebody right at a restaurant like that, like a robot. I mean, that just sounds insane to me. But yeah, Yeah. crazy times. Crazy times. So what are you doing at home, like for quarantine? What Besides, you know, cooking classes. Are you still going up to the restaurant? Yeah, yeah, we're still doing uh, kickout and curbside right now. What, so, uh, how many hours do you work? Like, what kind of what's like a typical yeah. day for you? I mean, I wake up, I do the do the new menu. I mean, because we have two menus, we have basically our original menu is limited down to just like kind of one section, and then the other half of the page is like kind of our take on grocery bags. You know, like we have a breakfast grocery bag where, oh, wow. you know, you could get eggs, bagels, tortillas, salsa, and things like that to make you oh, know, dude, breakfast stuff. That's fucking you know? cool. Yeah. And then we have a lunch one where we do like deli meat, sliced cheeses, bread, and lettuce, and then salads and whatever. And then our dinner one is like steak, chicken, and salmon, plus all these veggies and starches and grains. So, wow, I mean, man, that's yeah, really yeah. cool. That, that's something you might I mean, carry I, over afterwards, right? Um, uh, not just maybe because, I don't know, but I, I don't know. I don't know because our main focus is, is on the restaurant and we do have, so Royal Blue, you know, Royal Blue is yeah. an Austin company, but yeah. I mean, they're right across, they're right across the lobby from us, you know? Yeah. Well, and that's true. They're, they're just, they're hurting just as much as, yeah, for sure. You know, for sure. So. so, okay. So you do the menu, you get to, you know, you get to prep in. Right, so you're prepping. You're cook- how long are you there till that night? Like how long, late are you guys open? Uh, we're closing a little bit earlier, so around eight o'clock. I mean, we're we're out the door by eight o'clock. So. Dude, you're pulling long hours, bro. That means you're probably oh. knowing you. That means you're probably working from eight to eight. <laughs> no, no, no. I have to pace myself, man. Yes, myself. yes, you need to as well. Um, that that's important too. Um, you know, yeah. you you don't want to burn out. I mean, everybody needs you there. You know, uh, for yeah, sure. That's just- uh, so I saw I saw some people. You, you guys are giving out like free meals at Sloan's Corner, right? Like to restaurant uh, industry people, and someone had donated yeah, that. Not, Is that what happened? Yeah, it's not specifically for restaurant industry people, but I mean, generally, whoever follows us are restaurant industry people, and like the friends of ours are restaurant industry people because it's such a close, you know, community. Of, yeah, of uh, individuals. So I mean. It happens to be that way, but it's not typically just for restaurant industry people. Just if you need a but meal. We, yeah, you need a meal. You know, you order off of, like, so we have a limited menu. We have, like, a chicken sandwich, burger, and uh, uh, a couple of pastas, you know? Yeah. So you can order off of that and then, you know, just come and pick it up kind of deal. Yeah. No, it's, it's good. It's good. We've gotten a lot of support. I mean... And a lot of our friends have been very generous, just like kind of add to the fund and keep on adding. That's awesome, yeah. man. So oh, that's good. so it's cool. Stuff, Look, yeah, Dallas has money. The people in Dallas got money. So so fork yeah. it up, people. Fork it up. Get that wallet out. I worked in Dallas a lot. I waited tables and bartenders. So I worked on tips a lot. So I know that Dallas right. people have money. Pull those wallets out. It's time to help. You spend it on stupid shit anyway. I know you guys. So <laughs> it's true. They spend it on stupid stuff. And I would too if I had a bunch of money. You know, I'd just be I'd just be buying Chewbacca masks all day. I don't even know what I would do. But I'm just saying they, they got money and, and Texas in particular, you know, we have money here. So so some of these yeah. people and Austin's doing the same thing, man. It's I've seen yeah, that community forget, come like, together. Yeah, don't forget that Austin or 
people in Texas are also some of the most generous people. You know? I mean, well, when, when it comes to like Southern hospitality, I mean, we define yep. it, right? Yep. I agree. Right. Harvey, a, a couple uh, years ago, right? A few years ago, whatever. Uh, same thing, the way everyone came together for that, you know? Um, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, Austin's coming together. That's all I read online um is is that different different support groups and you know whatever there's just all kinds of things there's almost so many too many resources to be honest with there's so many resources and everybody's helping each other out and everybody's like at least some of the groups i'm in everyone's trying to get unemployment right now right? so i see a lot of people that's probably half the post is about unemployment how to sign up i can't get through help me with this so people are sharing numbers and emails and you know fill it out this way and do this and do that it's been great man to be honest with you it's been nothing but uh, support and I also see a lot of people just really ready to get back to work and they keep saying how grateful they're going to be when they get back to work like they're not going to care anymore about this this and this you know how what it's like you bitch about shit at the restaurant all the time and that's half of your day is bitching about shit so a lot of people are like fuck i'm not bitching no more like i'm just i just want to get back to work so uh you know maybe it'll make some people grateful um which i'm sure yeah. it will right it, it absolutely yeah. is um but at the same the same time i'm a little worried about you know, how how do you see when, when the restaurant industry, let, let's say, okay, Sloan's Corner is allowed to open next week. Do you see like a flood of people coming in or do you see this just slowly trickling back? Uh, I see that happening for my lunch business. Um, okay. Lunch that's, like that's, back that's, to normal. hundred percent, hundred percent for my breakfast and lunch business. It's going to flood. Like it's going to flood yeah. the, the restaurant just because if, if we can open, I mean, the rest of the building opens. Totally. You know? So they're going, so, yeah. So they're gonna come. They're gonna come to the restaurant, obviously. You know, yeah. dinner. I can still be a little skeptical about, but I mean, you know, we'll see. I mean, yeah. I, I, we're like I said, we're very fortunate to be in a location where our customers are already set in. You know, yeah. as long as we deliver good food and good customer service, like there's no reason for nobody to come back. I mean, our, totally. Like, also, the value, right? Yeah, the value is really important. Sure. So, I mean. If all of those work out, end up working out, like it's, there's no reason for anybody to not come back. Yeah. You know? And we've already seen the trend. I'm trend. So, I mean, for the last like three, four months, we've been open. I mean, consistently doing 100 covers every single day. I mean, we haven't dropped down too much on the awesome. numbers. So, that's awesome. It's, it's good. We, it's our, our responses, you know, very good. Dude, everything looks amazing. Uh, Oh, you know, okay. and all the pictures and things. Um, I wish, I wish you guys would open one here in Austin, so I could go eat <laughs> at it. Um, so, so look. Um, so, okay. So, th this is what I want to ask. All right. So, with the virus, um, you know, breaking across right the globe, um, what do you think people should be doing? You know, at this particular moment um about the virus right like what you you agree that we should be social distancing right do you agree we should be you know trying to flatten this you know those sorts of things okay because i mean some people are like well it's not that big a deal we should the economy is more important right we should get that back going and um no, no, you know no. yeah. listen i so so i have my grandmother you know she lives in austin i, I told you about her yeah you know um she lives by herself you know she has a caretaker and stuff but she i mean she, the woman the woman's a strong love woman i mean she yeah. she drives by herself she does her own grocery shopping she goes to yoga three times a week she goes oh, to wow. the gym the other three times a week that's like, awesome i'm not joking like, that's she, awesome 
I mean, she's in her in her mid to late seventies right now. I think. Wow. She still does all those things. Yeah. But I mean, she's been alone and she's doing this whole quarantine thing like everybody else. But every time, like, I hear about this coronavirus and saying that oh, it affects uh, elderly people and things like that. And obviously, I want to go visit her. I want to make sure that she's taken care of, right? Sure. But like, it breaks my heart that I can't do that because she's just right there. I, I mean, yeah. Today is my day off. You know, I could have. I could have driven down to Austin in the morning. Yep. Took care of some groceries, you know, made sure that she was good and she had everything that she needed. And then I could have left, but I can't even do that because I can't see her. Yeah. You know? Yep. Like I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go down there if I can't hug her. You know? Absolutely. Like I, it's heartbreaking. If I, if I have to be like in reaching distance from her, Ellis, like, you know. So, so I feel the same when, way. When I, when I say that. Like yes, people this seriously. Yeah, I'm taking it seriously. Like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to joke around. I'm not going to even give that one percent chance, so that my grandmother could contract the virus. I know? agree. I agree. Yes, the sooner we all take it seriously, right? The sooner we can be done with it. That's the problem. It's everyone going. Well, it's not a big deal. You're the ones making it take forever. You're the ones still going out to, you know, the park or Barton Springs, yeah. for instance, here in Austin. This- you know. Such. Yeah, I was watching this uh, CNN interview, you know, I mean, I told you I've watched the news a lot. I was watching this uh, CNN interview, you know, I mean, I told you I've watched the news a lot yeah. just because I like to keep informed. But he, they were doing this interview with this nurse, you know, and she was basically, you know, in like helping during the coronavirus, like in a hospital. She was, you know, attending to patients and everything like that. But her son has asthma at home. You know, her son's at home and he has asthma. Oh, no. And... And obviously, like, this whole, like, you know, scare about everybody or all the nurses and all the doctors not having enough protective equipment. Yeah. So she's going home and her kids, like, running to her, like, trying to hug her. And she's like, no, 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 no. Get away from me. Oh, my God. Holy crap. If that, if I had to go through that, I don't have kids or anything. Yeah, yeah. If I had to go through that. I don't know if I could be like standing like absolutely. I, I, would, I would just like really break down. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Devastating. Like, holy crap. I, I mean, like really think about that. That's like crazy. To me. You know, it is crazy. You can't hug your kid. Right. Like there's people, they're not even allowed to see, you know, if, if you're, you can't go to nursing homes, right. If your father or mother is in a nurse, you can't go see them. You can't visit. You can't, even if they're dying in a bed, you can't go in and visit them. Like people yeah. are being held away from their loved ones in such, you know, horrible ways like this, for instance, this nurse. I mean, the healthcare workers, man, they deserve so many pats on the back. And, and, and it's like, oh, cra- yeah. right. Like it's I mean, holy cow. They're like soldiers really on the front lines right now. They're literally like soldiers fighting a war against the virus. They're soldiers, in my opinion. They deserve military burials at this point. I'm serious, too. Like. They deserve. There's people that are just literally putting themselves in absolute risk to save, you know, other people and to keep this going. And you're right. There's not enough protective equipment. There's not enough ventilators. There's not enough beds. Um, and that's heartbreaking to hear, man. That a nurse who's working so hard all day and all she would love is a hug from her child when she comes home. Right? Like it's already enough to deal with what you have to at work, and then come home and can't be close to your child. That's yeah. That's devastating, dude. Yeah, devastating. Sucks. It does. It does suck. Uh, is there anybody at at the at your restaurant that you know was a little timid about coming in and or any of that? Like coming uh, into work, I mean. Mm, I mean, you don't have to call no, anybody out I mean, name wise, but 
everybody's been very supportive and understanding. I mean, they, they know that, you know, obviously they know that we're not the only ones in the situation. Sure. You know? Yeah. Well, some I mean, people there, are just like, some, forget it. I'm sorry. I said, there's some people that just like, forget it. Even though I can't go to work, I'm not going to work. You know, like I don't even want to uh, risk it. Oh, I don't no, know if there was anybody there that did that. I don't think any of our people are like that. I mean, yeah. As for support, I think anybody would jump to help. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's good. It's a good community. We have here, you know, no, that's you know, awesome. You have, to, you have to realize that, you know, when you, when you build a ret- restaurant, you're also building a culture, you know? Yeah. So you're starting a family. You, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you, once you build that culture correctly, you know, there's not, not a thing that, you know, you say, you say that they're your employees, but you know, some people consider family. Exactly. A hundred percent, man. I mean, that's the difference really to me between, you know, a job and maybe a career, you know, in a sense, like, you know, passing through and sticking around, you know, uh, for sure. You create a good culture and a good family, you know, environment. Like you said, when you ask for support, you get it, man. And if there's anything, you know, this is absolutely the craziest thing, you know, that we'll remember for the rest of our life, right? Like 9-11, right? Like you always talk about where you are on 9-11 and what happened and, and how life was different before 9-11 and after 9-11. And life will be different now before the virus yeah. and after the virus. I mean, there will be life before and yeah. after, you know. But, that, it, but it's, it's crazy because, I mean, 9-11 was different because 9-11, it kind of just affected like one city, one state. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But this is this is literally every city, every state. Yes. Everywhere. Literally every city, every state, every every city in the world. Totally, you know? it's like it's global. It is crazy, right? Yeah. Like it's yeah. everywhere. So, so yeah, it it definitely like I can't wait, like for my kids to be like, <laughs> like reading the history books and be like, Dad, where were you when this happened? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'll tell you when where I was. <laughs> my ass was fucking working. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, I'm grateful that I get to even work myself, uh, you know, a little bit here, like doing the podcast, you know, from the house. Um, otherwise, I would be screwed. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I definitely lost business from this, um, you know, but at least I can do something remotely. And yeah, there's people that just can't do anything remotely. And that's that's devastating. But yeah, you're right, dude. It's it's just going to be when we look back on this time, it's going to be Trump was president and the coronavirus. It's going to be all together. It's going to be like this crazy uh, you know, in the election year, right? Like this couldn't be any crazier right now. Uh, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's just nuts. I think, I think what frustrates me more than anything. And I think a lot of people, maybe yourself as well, is just not knowing the timeline of when this is going to, you know what I mean? It just, it's so unpredictable and everything changes every day. That's hectic and that's stressful instead of knowing, okay, by this date, we are back. Even though there's dates set in place, they're all, movable right like they're all could be extended or moved or that so you really don't know even though they put certain dates and lockdowns and this is it really going to be over by then you know because the numbers just keep going up they're not down and they're going up dramatically now we're the number one country in the world most cases i mean we just took the lead america loves to be number one you know mm-hmm. not, not this way um <laughs> yeah. you know it's it's devastating dude and i just keep hearing more things new orleans is blowing up uh georgia is blowing up um you know new york connecticut new jersey they're talking about maybe having a you can't leave the state sort of thing or you have to be quarantined if you leave the state excuse me um you know for 14 days if you come out of there 
Um, it's just crazy, dude. This is just all so insane, more cinematic every day. I watched that movie Contagion, um, Steve Soderbergh movie the other night. Worst mistake. I should have. I don't know if I should have done that. <laughs> it, it, I, I don't know what I was thinking. I just thought, let me give this a go. It's literally what's happening right now. A virus starts in China. You know, it, it moves just same way. I mean, holy cow. It was just like, oh, my God. Everything's shutting down schools, this and that, you know. It was just, oh my goodness! Um, you know, what you just called contagion. Contagion, yeah. It's got Matt Damon, Gwyneth Paltrow, um, uh, Lawrence Fishburne, uh, Kate w Kate Winslet, I think is her name. The, the chick from Titanic. Uh, uh, excuse me, the young lady, not chick. I'm sorry. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's Steve Soderbergh. It's a great movie, uh, but it is absolutely what's happening right now. You know, it, it is absolutely what is happening right now and it's I might, I might watch it it's kind of crazy to, yeah to be honest with you like it's not like outbreak with the monkey and shit you know it's yeah yeah, yeah. It, this seems more exactly like it would happen because the cdc is involved i mean it's just very like traffic when he made traffic it just seemed it's very set up that way just very showing you exactly the process and how you know it it can blow up so quickly as well and how it can spread so fast like it, it did with us right like it's spreading just insanely uh, fast and yeah, it's the same same sort of thing and and really they talk about in the movie flattening the curve You've got to Stop people from moving, you know, literally everyone has to stop in their tracks Otherwise, it's it doesn't work and, and I think maybe do you think we should have done a national lockdown instead of leaving it state by state and county by county and all this Do you think that was a mistake? Uh, you know Because that's what everyone else did all, I, all the other countries. I mean me neither you know, I, you know, what do I know about politics? Me I mean, seriously, like, I, like, I can, I can say something, but I mean, I could be totally wrong. Sure. You know? Sure. Like, I guess there's no way to know. You know? Yeah. We're such I a mean, big it, country too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, like Italy, Italy did the right thing, right? Because it's yeah. such a small country. I mean, they're like, what, like a sixth of what we are. Not even know? dude. They're not, yeah. they're like smaller than a state, dude. One state, yeah. literally like yeah. Spain. Spain is like the size of. I don't even know Louisiana or something, if that even. Uh, Spain, yeah. Spain so, as um, well. Yeah, it it could be. It could probably. It's probably easier for them to do something like that than for us to, you know, shut down a whole whole uh, nation. But, yeah, it's unprecedented. You know, so I mean, yeah. Well, dude, look, um, you know, I, I appreciate uh, you taking the time, man, to talk to me today about everything that's that's happening. Um, is there anything else that you want to, like, get off your chest or you want to say or I don't know, anything else? No, that you man, I mean, I, I just I, I just want to thank you for even letting me have the time to just talk about this kind of stuff. You know, even you putting it out there to the world, you know, people are going to understand what kind of like stress we're going through. Absolutely, so, brother. It's good. Absolutely. Good. Yes, All man. All positive things. Thank you, man. Yes, absolutely. Um, in fact, we're doing a bunch of episodes a week. So my goal is to just get people on who are going through this in all in all this in all in all industries. You know, Texans. Uh -huh. It's not even just restaurant. You know, we're pivoting from just food to just talk to anybody who lost his whole private chef business. I talked to a woman who lost her whole marketing business. You know, close to six figures um, in forty eight hours, and all of her clients. You know, when South by canceled. I mean, it's just like. There's so many crazy stories of people that are happening. But you know the one thing that rings true through everybody I talk to, man, is positive. People are still positive through all of this. And they're still you know, adapting and making moves and, and persevering. So that, that's a good, a good sign, dude. It's a good sign of, of things. Yeah. So uh, something uplifting you know, for us to end on here. You know what I mean? That, that we're going to get through this, man.
We're going to get through this. We all stick together, stay a community. You keep doing what you're doing, provide uh, for the industry and everything you're doing, man. It's, it's, you know, mad respect and uh, good luck to you guys at Sloan's corner and everything you're doing out there, man. And uh, if there's anything we can do or I can do, man, you know, you got my number, dude. So um, again, appreciate you taking the time. Hopefully you get some rest today. And yeah, you know, thank you. Thank you. And um, yeah, man, good luck with everything. Stay safe. Uh, stay yeah. clean, wash those hands and, <laughs> and we'll talk soon, brother. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Patrick. All right, brother. Be good. Well, that was G. Um, good call. Good man. Gosh, he's doing some great things, right? Um, what a crazy time we're living in, guys. This is this is insane. It's just an insane time. Unprecedented. Totally crazy. And let's just all have some patience with each other. Understand where we're all coming from. Perspective. Things are tight. Things are crazy. Um, there's no rule book written for this. So... We all just have to be there for each other and take this one day at a time. So, all right, guys, stay uh, safe, stay clean, wash your hands out there, keep your social distancing. If you got to go out six feet, you know, try to stay busy, positive, do, you know, eat healthy, try to do some workouts at home, you know, tr try to stay active during all this, you know, call people you never uh, call, you know, reach out to people, check on your neighbors, you know, people can get depressed during this time. So mental health is, is key. So, okay, guys, um, and eating healthy. That's key. What you put in your body, your immune system is super important right now. So, um, all right. And um, thank you so much, guys, uh, for listening. And um, we'll catch you next time.